Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 266 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. And we got Gordo. Hey. Mr. Arena Man. Absolutely. All right, before we get too deep here, I'm to give a shout out to our patrons. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash studios, and you can be as awesome as Black Belt pat- patron Andy. Andy is a in a league of his own. If you would like to be in a league of your own. I guess it'd be a shared league if there's another one. Is it really a league of their own then? Yeah, league of Black and like Velvet he's special because not only is he a patron, he also gave you a bunch of booze or paid for a bunch of booze for you. Yes, he did. He is he's a magic man. <laughs> All right. Um, and then uh, if you're gonna do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindinstudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal, and uh, we get a bit of kickback from Amazon. And it really helps us out. Also, very, very, very important announcement. Do you know what has been missing from my life? And probably your life, too, for the last, oh, I don't know, two and a half months? I don't know. What is The Legends of Lothos. And I'm happy to report that they will be back tomorrow night getting into more shenanigans than usual in a new land, possibly, or back in time, or sitting on top of a hill just down the road. They honestly have no idea. Wait, more shenanigans than usual? Yep. That sounds a little, like, that's a high bar we're talking about here. Because <laughs> we all know the number of shenanigans that those Lothos guys get into. Oh, they get into so many. Carlos, aren't you one of those Lotho guys? Yeah, I'm okay. one of those Lothos guys. <laughs> Just clarifying. No, Carlos is not a Lothos guy. <laughs> Carlos's character is Aaron a Lothos Aaron Solstein is a uh, uh, Lothos guy. I thought it was Solstein. No, that's only how you say it. <laughs> the Jewish wizard. He doesn't want to be rid to that uh, Harvey Weinstein. No. <laughs> it's it's the way I wrote it down and the way I pronounce it for my character. All right. That might make sense somehow. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Carlos, what have you been up to, man? Uh, let's see. Classwork. Start a new project for uh, my class. My agile class means that it's a group project. And it involves, like, doing uh, frequent meetings that are, like, 15 minutes long. Are you getting more nimble? More agile? No, no. It turns out that I did not. I, it's, it's not boosting my dexterity stat at all. <laughs> but uh, here's hoping, though. Maybe if I stick to it, my dexterity will go up. Well, I really hope so. Uh, let's see. Uh, so last weekend, last time we recorded, uh, we ended up. No, yeah. It was. Uh, we did the. Uh, the hot pot, not hot pot. The uh, we, we did the hot pot contest. The, the, some sort of contest. No, we did the hot dish contest. Hot dish, uh, yeah. Yep. So, like, yeah, we judged that. There's a lot of really the, good hot the competition was fierce this year. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, we should definitely do some sort of play by play for a hot dish contest because I think that would be fun. But uh, <laughs> oh, that <laughs> that might be asking too much for hot dish. <laughs> But no, uh, it was um, there's some really good hot dishes. There was some there. very like that, that mac and cheese w- was fantastic. And uh, we didn't have like 30 entries. This yeah, there's only what 13. Yeah, so I was able to like go back for seconds on the ones I. Really oh man, wanted. I I ate so much hot dish, 
so much. And then we played Resident Evil. Yeah. Like, it was, oh, it was a good day. Yeah, uh, Resident Evil 2 has been Is that the, fun. the new one? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the remake of Resident People Evil 2. fucking nuts. Hmm? It's, I hate horror games. Like oh, it's rough. Yeah. I am a little baby coward. And so Carlos plays while I shriek in the corner. There's a couple uh, Twitch streams that I will watch and play, but like all the lights need to be on. It needs to be sunlight, and I need to be able to run. I away. need the lights off so nobody can see me. I cry. like <laughs> I like watching other people uh, play uh, here, here. versions of play uh, horror games, but playing it myself is quite a bit different. Yeah, like I never finished Alien Isolation. Like that game's gr- fantastic. Like, it really makes you feel like you're in the alien universe. Downside, it makes you feel like you're, you're in the, the alien, alien universe. universe. And that universe sucks to be in <laughs> as you're constantly hounded by the alien. Yeah. But yeah, like, in this, that has, like, the tyrant stomping around and uh, the Resident Evil uh, Dude, Mr. Station. Stompy Pants. Yeah. Mr. Stomps a lot. We finished Sir the, Stomp. uh, the uh, Claire playthrough of uh, Claire A, the, the A playthrough, and it ended, the like, they had a blast boss fight. It was like, oh, here's a minigun. And here's an, and course, yeah, you couldn't hit anything. Just it was absolutely beautiful. The first try, yeah. The, the first, first try. Oh, the guy's over there. I'm gonna shoot over here. It wasn't quite that. Bad. It was pretty bad. It had some. Recoil. You had a minigun. Yeah. You you missed with all the bullets. Not all the bullets. All the bullets. A lot of those bullets were hitting. Every bullet just gone. But we made that made it through that. Luckily, we didn't have to save ammo for anything else after that because I because we didn't have any ammo. Yeah. That first time, though, we did actually just period, just run out of ammo. Yep. Yeah. But. So yeah, that's uh, it's been fun playing that. Yeah. Um. I think your like limit of like playing it t- together is like two hours. Yeah. No, and that, that's that's about it. Like two hours is good. Except last night, where uh, like everybody we'd been drinking all day, or a good portion of the day. We we started drinking at six. Yeah. Was it? Six? Yeah, because I finished brewing at five. Oh, yeah, because we, we got food, and then we yep. hit uh, Swinging Bridge. Yeah, and I'd been up since four, so I think that oh, was yeah. that was more of my pass-out point than the booze. Then, and then we got back here, and, like, uh, Man Pete came over, and... Uh, we played some Overcooked. Played some Overcooked. That went Absolutely really well. horribly. It did not Absolutely well. horribly. No. Uh, and then played a little RE, and then uh, they left, and then you just passed out right after that. Well, like, yeah, that, all, all my friends were gone. Yeah. Yeah, all of your friends were gone. <laughs> Except me. <laughs> like I said, Carlos, all my friends were gone. And <laughs> all two of them? Yeah. And then you slept on the couch after that. I did. <laughs> just you, I tried waking you up. It's like, oh, he's not getting up. I guess he's sleeping. Well, I'm right not going to go elsewhere. I'm already asleep. All right, Gordon, what have you been up to, man? I'm just happy to be back in the state of Wisconsin. You want to you get closer to your mic yeah. there, but oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's my first day. Happy to be back in the state of Wisconsin. I spent a week in Orlando, and then I was back for a day and a half, two days, and then I flew out to Cleveland for a week, and I just got back on Friday and and flew into Winter Wonderland. And I was supposed to go home tonight, but that's not going to happen because I'm not going to drive through the snowstorm. Right. Did you miss the cold snap? Yes, I did. It's oh. actually in the 40s and 50s, uh, both in Orlando and Cleveland. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure that's miserable for them. <laughs> it was. Well, I was sick. I got back from Orlando with the flu and had to fly out with the flu. Started to feel a little bit better on Sunday when I got to Cleveland. And You're that guy on the airplane, you bastard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time I and then Monday night in Cleveland I got food poisoning. Tuesday I looked like death warmed over in corporate training and by Wednesday. So it was I woke an improvement up. is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> 
damn it. Well, you know, they just had a toss in the microwave on like 30 seconds. It's like, death, he's warmed up. It was bad. Uh, uh, I lost my people. voice Wednesday or Wednesday or Thursday. I lost my voice and then finally started to feel better again. Now okay. it's this dry cough that will not go Did away. You, uh, were you able to do anything fun in Orlando or is it just work, work, work? Work all Orlando was just work and some drinking afterwards. Did you uh, were you able exciting. to check out that Corona Cigar Club? No, unfortunately, ah. I wanted to, but I mean we were going balls of the wall from seven in the morning to eleven at night every day down there. Cleveland, I did get to check out the House of Blues down there. Oh, nice! And saw uh, um, um, Lost Dog Street Band and Devil did you Makes find Three. Them? I did not. Oh. <laughs> no, both both bands were really cool down there. A uh, couple steakhouses got to check out a brewery that was right around the corner from the from the um, the hotel we were at called uh, the Butcher and the Brewer. It's kind of cool. You're sitting at the bar. The, the Butcher and the Her. The Butcher and the Brewer. Oh, okay. I thought you like I, I heard Butcher and the Burr, and I was like, what the Burr, hell is beer, that? Same thing. <laughs> uh, but you're sitting at the bar side, and right across from it, you can look at their meat counter and see different dry aged meats and everything Ooh. that you can get. It's kind of cool. it's a really cool joint. They had a lot of nice beers on tap. Did you get some good charcuterie? No, because it was their their butcher side of it was closed down by the time I got there. But they let you see the meat still. Yeah, just kind those of people are the you. worst. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I would have. They they had a full menu there that was out of their butcher shop, but of course, I went to a steakhouse just next door beforehand and ate my way through their their steak menu. <laughs> All right, so it wasn't a total loss. Though. No, no. All right, anything else? Uh, other than that, no. All right, uh, cool. got guests down here. Yeah, tonight. yeah. You want to introduce them? Yeah, because I, got, I don't know who they are. Uh, Greg, who I've known for <laughs> what sixth grade or so. Oh yeah. And yep. his wife Karen, who own Farm to Fist, and they're coming down for ROA that we're doing after this. Awesome. Show. Yeah, your guys' mics are hot, so if you guys want to, so why, why, uh, tell tell us a little bit about your yourselves and what you what you guys do. Oh man, this is pretty neat. <laughs> I feel I feel kind of like. Um, that Saturday Night Live sketch with the with the making fun of NPR, where she's, oh wow, these, these your balls are so moist. Tell me more. The fatty balls. Yeah, yeah. I actually honestly feel like that. Um, so, no, we we started our own business um, a couple years ago, and then now at this point, it's actually sort of coming to fruition. It's like sort of real. Oh, nice. So um, it's called Farm to Fist. And it's a brew farm, a flower farm, and wedding event center. So, All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, this has been an endeavor over the past few years, but finally purchased the property in uh, June to mm -hmm. make some of these dreams come true that we had talked about through my experience in PA school. And I'm working now as a PA at Hudson Physicians. And uh, yeah, it's... It's an exciting sort of... It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, let's see. I, what have I been up to, Gordon? What have I been up to? I don't know. Um, I haven't seen you or heard from you in a while. I know. It's been kind of nice. No drunk uh, dials. I'm kind of insulted. <laughs> well, I haven't been drinking that much. Are you I've just been okay? sleeping. Well, <laughs> Like <laughs> Friday, I had I think I had like two beers and then immediately needed to go to bed. Well, I I don't know what it was, but I was just done. Have you checked your temperature? Lately? I you know maybe you got me sick. 
No, I, w- I felt fine last time I was down here. It's <laughs> it's the thank you Twin Cities district of my company that oh, got okay. me right. the the flu plague yellow fever of mm, nineteen yeah. you know seventeen fifty nine or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah so I, like maybe I got <laughs> you sick with my cold. Ah, uh, well, maybe <clears throat> you jackass. Yeah, I never knew. No that. wonder you're not my friend. I never knew that. that <laughs> I never knew quite how much uh, snot could fit in my uh, sinuses until this last week. Did you measure it? Like... No, it just was a lot. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I guess the biggest development this week is I got two very shiny new fermenters. Yeah. So I have temp control for uh, for my beer now. Um, they're sitting nice. over in the corner. I gotta gotta figure out what to name them. Because I feel wow. like they deserve names. Oh, yeah. Because they're all shiny and stainless. You should name one of them Lucille. I, I don't know, man. I don't, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, maybe we'll have the listeners decide. Right? Yeah. Um, and then... So then I brewed in some uh, minus, uh, minus 11 yesterday. That was fun. Uh, trying to make sure that uh, tanks didn't freeze. But I got the uh, the fermenters full of some delicious IPA. Yeah, it was weird. Like I walk IPA. into the kitchen, like, oh, there's a propane tank in the kitchen. Like Casey's not cooking the, like he's not burning the propane in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, well, I was tired of using the electric stove and figured we should use gas. <laughs> so I just put the burner in the middle of the kitchen and uh, I said, screw carbon dioxide. That's not real. You can't see it. You can't smell. So it. you had the uh, the outside. Uh, you had the outside tank in uh, like a bin of uh, water. Yep. Yeah. So I, I filled the I filled up a bin of uh, near boiling water and then stuck the propane tank in it to use that as like a cold sink. And after a couple hours, I was starting to ice over. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a brutal day to brew. Uh, but I got two batches done. Had to rejigger the the kegerator to. Uh, to get the water reservoir in there for the cooling and all that fun stuff, but yeah, I don't know. it's been it's been a weekend. Um, yeah, we we played through we played a crap load of Resident Evil. What else did we do? I feel like there was something else this week. Maybe not. Anthem, uh, Anthem I don't know. comes out next week or the week after. What? Anthem. Oh. oh, the that's the game where you're like Iron Man, right? Pretty much. Yeah, just I've been around. excited about this game since the first like old demo video came out, what, two years ago, and then it got pushed back. It's supposed to be out last November or yeah, last November and they pushed back for more development stuff, blah blah blah. So uh, I'm I got I got bummed that they canceled Titanfall three, and that's just kind of uh But they gave you a battle royale instead. I, 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 you know, man, like, I, That's what the world how, needs. It needs more battle royale. Titanfall two, because I played the first one, I wasn't thoroughly impressed with the first one. Uh, I loved the first one. Um, so, Titanfall 2, I didn't really give it a fair shake the first the first go-around, because they removed some of the stuff I liked from Titanfall 1, but I've been playing the crap out of it this week. I don't know. Where, for whatever reason, I got a bug, and I probably put seven, eight hours yeah. in this and week. And I, I was late to the game with Titanfall, the original Titanfall, because the uh, I, I got the... It was like, what, five bucks or something like that at GameStop when I went in there to get a new Xbox because my old one kind of dropped or, you know, shit the bed on me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I got that and Destiny and a half dozen other games and then Destiny consumed my life for a year. Yeah, so, oh, so this show we just drink. Like, that's, oh, <laughs> that's okay. I love this show. <laughs> that's, that's kind of what we do. Uh, oh. Uh, do you, what what did you say what you brewed this weekend? I missed that. Oh, oh uh, I, I brewed um, two IPAs. Oh, nice. So uh, on on one of our shows, Homebrew Bound, we're doing um, a series on uh, water. 
And so oh, I brewed sweet. one uh, modifying my water. It's the same recipe, and one I modified the water and one I didn't. And so we're going to taste them side by side to see Ooh, excellent. to see if there's a big difference or not. Do you have Justin yeah. back on that for that? Or yeah, is that, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. yeah, I'm going to try to get Justin back on it. We're going to do a triangle test, and it's going to be very official. Fucking and smart. Like, I, I, I backlogged four years of his show about homebrewing. And, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and like wow. I like I know I know paint really well, but then there's Justin talking <laughs> about water. I'm like, I thought water, you know, you you turn your tap right. on and water comes out into your glass. And water is go. a like it is a beast. Yeah, but, son of yeah. a bit. I I had to listen to that episode probably two or three times. I'm kind of taking little notes about this equals that, and you balance the other thing with this stuff, and blah blah. blah. It's like holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so we got some beer in front of us. Uh, today we are trying the Sierra Nevada Hot Bullet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't had it. Kind of excited. Uh, it is an American Imperial IPA, so it's a double IPA, coming in at 8% ABV. Sessionable. Yeah. Fuck you, man. There's nothing sessionable <laughs> about that. Um, it's brewed with double-barreled with a double-barreled blast of Magnum hops and lupulin dust. Hops are the name of the game with a double IPA, but we knew we had to take it one step further. With Hop Bullet, we're using a new technique, hitting the beer with a double-barreled blast of Magnum Hops, Whiplin Dust, pure concentrated hop flavor, directly into the tank to emphasize the intense pine and citrus flavors of classic West Coast hops. Um, yeah, so Sierra Nevada always makes some really cool beers, so I'm, I'm excited. Carlos, have you ever poured a beer before? I know, I fucked up in this year. <laughs> And after I fucked up the initial pour, I was like, well, I guess I'm living like this now. I'm in too deep. I'm in too deep. Uh, we have some extra glasses there, guys, if you want to pour right. it into a glass. If not, you're welcome to drink it out of the can. So, I wonder what they what they uh, term lupulin dust. You know what I mean? Like, what do they... What does that refer to? Uh, so, so, lupulin is a... Um, it's one of the components of, like, it's one of the oils off of the hop. Yeah. And so, um, if, if I remember, we, we, we went over this in our hop series, and I'm trying to not give out bad information right now. Uh, <laughs> but basically, uh, they, they extract that, that oil and then powderize it. And okay. so, it's basically just direct, that, just that direct, like, acid and oil going. Okay. So, without any of the white yeah. matter. I just wasn't sure. Hops? Yeah. Um, I don't think it matters Any. a ton. Any, yeah. Yeah. Does the lupulin dust, is that affected by the alpha acids? or? Yeah, yeah, no, so yeah, that, that will have alpha acid and it'll have the, the oil. So basically it's everything that you want from the hop without the plant matter. So it's just super concentrated sure. and goes in there. So it has the flavoring and all that. Sure. So I'm I guessing they used... Uh, well, so actually on here, well, if they did it on second, Ma- Magnum is the bittering hop. Um, they probably used some sort of uh, like Citra Cascade, some sort sure. of sea hop. I was just curious, like when you pelletize, all, um, the pellets, you know, the hops go in the machine, and mm-hmm. they the, um, they come out, uh, you know, and they come down this little shaker, and they're ting, 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 all these little pellets, and then there's all this like. It's it's almost like like hash, <laughs> you know. That's like yep. it's like totally crusted on the machine, and then you could just take a scraper and just like scrape the <laughs> this matter, and it's super it's super concentrated. But um, yeah, I don't know if that would. I don't think that's what they're talking about. But it no, that, I, I think that wonder. would just be like hop shake. Like yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just you know like when you scrape it off the machine, you're so you scrape it off this metal, and you're like, man, 
somebody should do something with this because it's I don't know. I wonder if they use that price. I wonder if they use that for like the the CO two extraction stuff, where they pull out like the direct like like the hop shot stuff. Yeah, I I I, I need to do. More research. More research on it, yeah. Yep. All right, uh, Carlos, tell me about this beer. So this is um, an interesting double IPA because, like, normally, like when I drink a double IPA, I'm speci- I'm expecting it to be a lot more bitter than this was. Yeah, I'm trying to find like a can date on here, but I don't know if they actually put that on here or not. Uh, I get like of... packaged ten eighteen eighteen. Okay, yeah. So this is a few months old, so that might explain some of the lack of bitterness. Yeah, which doesn't make sense because it says it's a spring. I don't know. So the oh. uh, this the spring beer was packaged back in October. Yep. All right. Well, I I don't know how accurate that is because I mean a lot of companies of mine included that use their own serial numbers unless you work for the company you have no idea what they mean I don't know what the case is with Sierra Nevada yeah I don't know but uh, 10, 18, 18 makes sense yeah but there's also the M17 semi that's morning 16. time at 5pm well my experience with corporations well, maybe it's a Monday excuse me is that a Monday? <laughs> well take Gibson Gibson's uh, guitars for example you take the lat, either number on both front and back end of the serial number that's the year, and that goes to month, the day, nope, the hour, and the shift. And so they, you know, I mean, you can't take it in, you know, order, if you will. My experience with corporations is that they will redate stuff packages to make it look seem like, oh yeah, it's still fresh. What? That would never. No, Carlos, that's just resetting the timer at the McDonald's thing. Oh, the side salad is uh, expires today. <laughs> well, this timer gun now says it expires tomorrow. Convenient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all those parfaits tomorrow. Nobody goes to McDonald's for a salad. Some people yeah, do. Some people do. Yeah, and a lot of people go to a hooker for a hug. But you know, <laughs> well, that sounds like you have some experience in that area. Uh, there, no, <laughs> I can't afford that. Pretty woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gordon, tell me about this beer, man. Uh, I like it. Um, not overly hot bitter, which I like. With an, uh, it, it has nice balance <coughs> for an IPA, and you don't taste the eight percent, which is nice. Um, I, I could definitely drink a six pack of this easy. All right. Do you guys want to die? I don't know how familiar you guys yeah. are with beer, or if you yeah, guys want to dive well, into it, go ahead. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, it's it's got a really clean profile to it. It's crisp, and uh, you get that hop profile. And whatever lupulin dust they added didn't add much to the bitterness, which is nice for sure. And that you get just lots of good aroma and flavor off of it, and not so much bitterness, which is good. Yeah, it is. It's a it's it's got a smooth finish, but it is um, kind of crisp, crisper than I would expect from a double IPA going down, which I yeah. appreciate. Yeah, this, like, I don't know. Like, the nose is fantastic. I really like mm-hmm. it. Um, I really want to know how fresh this is because if it's like this at four months, I really want to know what it was like yeah. r- right off of the line. Two weeks I bet, old. Yep. Yeah, but that was just in your face, just beating you over the head oh, with yeah. some hops. That's right. It doesn't have that, like, the, I don't know, you've grassy flavor yep. or lemongrass kind of note coming none of that's coming through even if it is four months old right yeah it's 
it's completely like it it holds up and Oh, it tastes like a well-made double IPA, which I would expect nothing less from Sierra Nevada. Okay. They make great beers. Does higher ABV help with that with IPAs? Or not? Is that no, there's not there's not there's not a lot that you can do to maintain your hop flavors and aromas over time. Uh, it's just they're they're not super shelf stable and they're gonna go away. Uh, there's, it's just like, and you want that in some things like a barley wine, like you an American barley wine, you hop the shit out of it. And you like you use an astronomical amount of hops, but a year down the road you don't taste it. Like you just taste like some of the bitterness that's still there. And with higher ABV though, you do get a little less alpha acid sort of breakdown with it. So that may be why it's it may a little why it's, less yeah. bitter and it's more yeah. Because I just had American flavor. barley wine in Cleveland that was barrel aged in a bourbon barrel for six plus months. No hop characteristic whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Everything else that came through really nice is very well balanced between what you'd expect with a barley wine and a barrel and everything. But yeah, All right. Carlos, give me a number. I'm gonna give it uh well just because like it's so for a double IPA like that lack of bitterness is just so surprising. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Seven point five. I'll give it an eight. Eight is what I was going to get. Is our, yeah. is our scale one to ten? Yeah, it is one to ten, yep, yep. <laughs> no, oh, I mean, it's one to eight, babe. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we, we, everything is base eight down here. I yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I would give it, I would go on the 7.5. I wish it had just, there's like, I feel like another level of depth that I just sort of wish. I just had like one more layer of something, but you know, I don't know. There's just something, some sort of depth that I wish it had. But it is a very well made double yes. IPA, which I agree. I would almost like uh, just a little bit more of a bitter bite, like mm-hmm. right up, right up front, just yep. something to bite the tongue a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, it's it's really well made. It's good. I would drink another, um, but. It's not sessionable, so I don't know if I will, Gordon. Uh, <laughs> liar. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's it's really well made. I would buy it again. Sitting If I see it fresh on the shelf, I'll definitely pick it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is the next part of this show, Carlos? I don't remember how these things it's go. It's the news, news part. Oh, that's right. I haven't been here for a while. I remember that. The Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. A bingo game at a long-term care facility in Canada devolved into a brawl Tuesday afternoon, forcing police to respond. The scrum at the senior center uh, home started with a disagreement between two women, a 79-year-old and the other 86, over a chair. Sandra Barr, uh, or uh, sorry, the, the two women, residents at an unidentified uh, facility in Rideau Lakes, Ontario, had reportedly claimed the same chair, and neither would back down. Rideau Lakes is located roughly 40 miles north of the U.S. border. The dispute between the women turned physical, and soon others joined in. No one was badly hurt in the altercation, and no arrests were made. It was certainly an unusual call for us, uh, Barr told the station. Whether or not the residents got, ever got to play bingo isn't known. Now... I get it. 
having the, the right chair in bingo is very important. Not, How does it matter? It doesn't get your numbers, but it helps you play the intimidation game. You no. get the right chair, you can intimidate everybody else perfectly. Honestly, I think like That's both intimidating of these women other people is useful in bingo. We're, at, right? we're after the same old dude, and like that was the chair right next to him, and they're both like trying to slide into his uh, DMs, you know, like <laughs> get all up in there. <laughs> I didn't think people fought in Canada, honestly. I thought they, if any, if they were fighting, I would assume that they were like, no, you take the chair. No, you take the chair. Maybe that's what it was. Like, it it, it, it came to blows over politeness. Please, please sit here. No, no, you sit here. That would be what I would expect. They fought because they were too nice. They were just too kind to each other. I know, but I figure, like, if people are going to fight in Canada, they're going to fight over bingo. I thought they would fight over hockey or donuts. Oh, they definitely are going to fight over hockey. Or like maple syrup. (laughs) That's a good one, yes. Uh, just really anything. Would they have to maybe, fight over maybe maple one of those syrup? funny loony? I figure dollars? like that, like the maple syrup basically runs free for everybody, so they don't have to fight over that. Actually, they, it, that is true. Uh, at, at every sink in Canada, you have hot, cold maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can confirm this. I I, I roomed with uh, with Canadian for the last six days. <laughs> All right, a venomous snake bit a man as he slept in India. When he awoke, he realized he wouldn't survive for long and bit his wife's arm in an attempt to spread the venom so they could die together. <laughs> Not how that works. This is very clever on his part. A little misguided, but clever. And who said true love was dead? Yeah. The, uh, what kind of snake was zombie? The, the incident yeah. happened Saturday in a village in the Samastipur uh, district. I'm sure I said that wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, Shankar Rai went up to his wife, Amiri Devi, and bit her wrist, telling her he loved her and wanted them to pass away together so they could remain united in death. Uh, the husband died at the local hospital, and the wife retrieved uh, treatment for the bite. I was going to say, I, th- I, was, <laughs> it was gonna be, I thought it would be really funny if like it turned out it wasn't a poisonous snake at all that bit him. No, it and doesn't say what what kind of snake it was. Just that it was poisonous. It was if it turned out it wasn't poisonous. I think it's all snakes. venomous. Venomous poison is a different thing. I found same out. thing. <laughs> no, it's the same thing. No, it's not. I, I uh, no, I've been following a guy on Instagram, and he is, venom is injected, right? Yeah, and yeah. He's he's contracted by the Thailand government, and he actually helps breed a lot of endangered species of snakes and stuff like that. But he posts not just about them, so but doing about the devil's a work. Bunch of yeah, fuck off, you coward mm, not a coward a smart person he just doesn't no. like snakes no no <laughs> yeah. i have to like some species of snake but no i mean just being able to look at his instagram and he goes oh here's this type of viper versus this type of viper and here's the different uh, uh symptoms that you will face even though they look incredibly similar uh you know a, a pope viper versus uh, uh Whatever the fuck viper they have very color. Wait, does the Pope viper have a little hat? Better, almost. No, it, it's weird. Like they look identical for you know, us here looking at it, but minor distinctions will say, "Oh, if this one bites you, you have the next twenty minutes to live. Get your will in order." This one, 
Well, I mean, it's going to hurt a lot. It's going to suck. But I don't you can think you can get a lawyer on fine. the phone We've been assured and do by a will a, in 20 yeah. minutes. But what happened is just like, like, oh, yeah, this one has a different face structure than the other. It you makes know, I, a big difference. I still remember Rick being on the show and saying, you know, you can't die by, you can't actually die by being bit by a snake. Uh, you know, Rick false. is a liar. The, I know he's wrong. Yeah, the black lie. mamba would argue otherwise. Every snake will kill you. No, that's all it's well, thinking. If it had the, if murder, it had murder, chance. murder, 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 murder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's the same thing with cats. Though. Aside from a rattlesnake, and here in the northern Midwest, nothing's going to kill you. That's exactly what somebody says right before they're killed by a snake. Coral snake is not in the northern Midwest. Well, northern Midwest. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I bet there's one at the zoo. Probably could be. Probably yeah, no, see? it yeah. couldn't because there's no <laughs> coral around here, and they kind of thrive in that. The, the, they vacation the, too. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the winter, there's no coral. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll also you have to watch out for snow snakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like your your cobra that you found up at Madden Island. That's is a uh, fucking cobra. It was, no, cobra. it was not. It was a. It was fucking, like some bull nose or something like that. It was a cobra. It had a hood. Cobra. Bull, it wasn't snake. poisonous. It's, no, it's a hog snake. Hog snake. No, yeah, hood it, uh, cobra. Yeah, like you you saw the Hashtag snake. Cobra. You jumped like ten <laughs> feet away. I saw that snake. I just didn't move. I don't know. I just don't have that pres- life preservation instinct. I guess. <laughs> hog snake. Cobra. No, because With I, more than I 50 cases of measles in Washington state, there's been a new push to change the law. Washington is one of 17 states that allow parents to refuse vaccines for philosophical reasons. But on Friday, hundreds rallied to preserve their right not to vaccinate their children. Lawmakers heard arguments on a proposed bill that would ban the measles vaccine exemption for f- philosophical reasons. 32 other states have similar laws. Measles is so contagious that an unvaccinated person has a 90% chance of catching the disease if they're near someone who has it. The virus can survive up to two hours in a room where an infected person sneezed. Measles vaccination rates uh, here at the epicenter of the outbreak are now up by 500%. I think we're seeing people rush to the doctor now because it's real and it's been growing every week. And so folks actually see a real threat. I saw that uh, there's something about uh, some like they're trying to change the law so like teens are allowed to get uh, vaccinated without permission from their parents. I just read an article on NPR. I listen to a lot of NPR. And they they profiled this kid who basically did just that. He's a teenager. And he basically looked up his own research on the whole issue and decided to get vaccinated because of his own research that he did. And he's like, no, I don't, I want to get vaccinated. So It's, it's so dumb. Is like, there, vaccinate your goddamn kids. Is there any anti-vaxxers in the room? No. no, absolutely, because not. we all are okay. smart, I just, educated I just, people. Before I open my mouth, before you come onto my show, I want to make sure. Holy moly! No, Jesus the PA, absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, it's, yeah. I mean, you never know. You could be one of those, uh, you know, the no. far wingers. Talk about getting sick from an airplane. If I, if somebody sneezes and the va- the virus can live for two hours, I don't want to be in an airplane with an anti-vax. Right. In my defense, I tried to email corporate and they would not let me reschedule. <laughs> I'm like, I have the flu with a side case of death. You know, nope, you got to be there. Like, you know, I mean, thanks. I kind of wish that I had enough money so I didn't have to fly in a jet full of people that were sick. It was a big plane. You know, a you just wear a bubble CRJ nine thousand or nine hundred. It's you know. About that's cheaper than five a private seats jet. Bigger than, no, no, not my bunch. It's about five rows larger than a fucking Cessna. 
<laughs> which is really great when you're six foot three and you have a 60 inch shoulder and you have the person next to you gets the window seat and you're like hi i'm sorry <laughs> uh so opponents of the bill uh still think the measles vaccine is a bigger threat than the disease itself i don't feel i'm putting my child at risk there's nothing that's going to change my mind on this or on this on that specific vaccination what wait, said what, mother monique murray what if their kid got measles would that change their mind <sighs> i guess nothing not nothing nothing will change the cdc insists that the two dose measles. measles vaccine is safe and 97 percent effective yeah that's why everybody gets it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, ah, you fucking anti-vaxxers. God damn it. They just make me angry. Did you guys ever see the, um, there a couple, I don't know if they do it every year or, but um, around March Madness time, you know, there's always the brackets with the basketball and stuff like that. And there was a news source, I think maybe it was Bring Me the News or something. They did um, a bracket of like the most annoying groups. So it was like, um, anti-vaxxers or like uh, Beyonce fans or um, uh, like Pitbull lovers um, uh, paleo dieters like basically they put them all in a bracket I wonder where vegans fill on that list yeah so all these like an, um, very outspoken groups and of supporters were all bracketed against each other and then each week people would vote um, on who was more annoying <laughs> no, no in, in vegans defense I think there's Two types it's of just vegans. it's more fun to make fun of them actually Agreed. than, than no, there are uh, people. No, 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 no. There's only one type of vegan. There's vegetarians, and they're fine. They're they usually keep their mouth shut, and yep. they're like they're not soup. But vegans, I don't think you can be a vegan without without no, letting no, everybody you can know. It's a contest. See how many minutes I yeah. tell you that I've had vegan. intellectual conversations with one vegan before. Oh, that's a massive sample size. <laughs> no, wait a second. Yeah, well, <laughs> tell us about after it, meeting them, and, and, before you got... one. Okay. So, yeah. so I, no, After meeting them, though, how long did it take before they said that they were vegan? No, no, it, it came up... <laughs> <laughs> we were at a restaurant, they were served something they didn't want. It was shrimp or whatever, and they, they're like, I don't want this. Do you want them? I'm like, well, fuck so, yeah, oh, So not? it at least came up organically, all right? Yeah, yeah, it came up organically, but they weren't like... And I'm like, are, what are you... They ordered shrimp. No, and Shouldn't have ordered <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> they did not They did not order shrimp. It got fucked up by the restaurant. Oh. So that's why it came up. And I, took, I ordered the vegan shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like shrimp. It's actually seaweed. <laughs> but they gave it to me, and I asked Michael, like, oh, what are you, allergic? So you know, thinking shellfish or I mean, whatever shell, the case. And they said, no, I'm, right? I'm vegan. I don't yeah. eat. And I'm like, oh. And we had a very nice, what? pleasant conversation about why they choose not to do it. And I said, why I choose to eat meat, blah, 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 is it, it wasn't hostile. Yeah, it makes sense. Versus like, where you go online and it's like, I eat meat. And then all of a sudden 30 pe- people attack you. And the, you know, so I think there's that silent minority of vegans. Out I'm not going to lie. Are Being like, a vegan, you know, very healthy. Not, I, no. I don't want to give up meat though. No, it's not. Although, uh, they're trying to, uh, make it so you can't call like, a. Like the uh, as now that they're working on like lab grown meat, they're trying to make it so you can't call that meat like in a couple states. Mm. But is it not kind meat? of like how uh, there's some places where uh, they can't call almond milk milk, so it has to be like called like almond juice? almond su- juice nut or something juice. Like that. Well, to nut be juice. fair, it's not <laughs> milk. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a, a fake milk. <laughs> Just like Velveeta is a fake is a fake cheese. Oh. It's a cheese product. I, I, there is I nothing more cheese, cheese than Velveeta. 
It comes in a brick. I refuse to believe that's real cheese. Like, I know, well, it probably is, but I refuse to believe. Kind of worried me and Carlos agree on something two episodes in a row now. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Um... There was a time when porn parody, parodies were rare. They were a novelty. Blushworthy relics tucked behind a back curtain in your local video store. But not anymore. Now, unfortunately, or depending on your taste, fortunately, filthy boner-strewn parodies of beloved pop culture staples are inevitably perfunctorily manufactured to cash in on the original content's advertising rollout. That's why it should come as no surprise that, yes, the Legos are now fucking. And- <laughs> As reported by Motherboard, the somewhat wow. cleverly titled Lego Movie is a hardcore, par- hard- hardcore parody <laughs> of, you guessed it, the Lego Movie franchise. The latest release from Wood Rocket's Silly Smut Purveyors. Uh, the film follows Ramit and Wild Piehole, a, porn- <laughs> a pair of horny heroes trying to save Dixburg from utter destruction. No, I gotta ask this <laughs> question. <laughs> is this, are they just like moving figures like t- frame by frame? Or, no. is, or are they just, oh, or are they colored yellow so it's like the Simpsons? They're colored yellow with giant like cardboard Lego heads around there. Oh, it's, it's real people. It's real people. It's not just like someone actually just with little Legos. Nope, it's oh, real oh, okay. people. Uh, the yeah, weapon of choice. Yeah, like, I'm kind of hoping it's like Team America all over again. Yeah. Ramit's penis of resistance, of course. Of course, the plot isn't what matters here. What matters is that these grown-ass adults are slathered in yellow paint, confined in by boxy costumes that we can only assume makes thrusting damn near impossible. So I'm sure. <laughs> I wonder if like porn parodies are the only form of form of uh, porn that actually make money these days. Uh, maybe. I I don't know. Like Unlikely. there there has to be uh, money yeah, in porn. Yeah. People no. keep making it. Yeah, I, the world is pretty. No, I just figured that people just kept posting the porn and they just kept reposting stuff. That's why I figured that was the system that they There's were There's just using. no new porn. Everybody's just, just reposting. No, 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 no. It's like Reddit. They just keep reposting stuff. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> All right. Uh, so our discussion topic for tonight... Last week, we judged the hot dish competition for the second year in a row, and that makes us master judges. Hmm. So, what else should we judge? You mean besides just other people because we feel like it? Like well, yeah, vegans? I mean, besides what we do on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, judging competition, then? Well, yeah, no, mean- it has to be some sort of competition. You could, you could even judge a competition of judging. So, I think it'd be a... Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's take a twist on that. I think it'd be uh, fun to, like, there's so many, like, uh, reality TV shows. Like, there's not as many as there used to be, like, ten years ago. There's still a lot of them. I feel like you're wrong. There's a shit ton of reality so, shows. So, to t- make them compete, each reality show compete with each other, and then be the one who has to judge them? How, w- how, how would you make them compete? Well, I was... I guess uh, kidnap all of them and make them compete in contests of my own design. You know that you can't kidnap a show, right? Like, are you just kidnapping the host or <laughs> participants? Maybe the host too. I mean, the host- putting them on like us. Are you gonna like kidnap Jeff Probst and make him like host it like some sort of reality TV host Survivor? Like, yeah. <laughs> but to the death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because there can only be one. Yeah. <laughs> There can only be one reality only show. Only one survivor. The podcast has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he was done. 
<laughs> I feel like the uh, the cooking show hosts are at a distinct advantage because they have knives. That's true. Mm. But do they carry? Do they carry around their knives on them? At well, all and times? I mean, you, you have only those, some. Uh, those ninja warrior dudes, they're probably like up in trees or oh. something. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're, uh, climbing around all over. <laughs> they can climb anywhere. <laughs> Actually, I might have to be worried about them escaping. No, it's an island. They can't swim. They fall into the water and they're out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's, I didn't think of that. I don't understand, though, why it has to be a legitimate. Uh, like rubric for judging, like isn't that what being judgy is all about? You just how you're just judgy. Oh, you know, it's 100 percent arbitrary. Yeah, yeah. So just take a bunch. There's of no criteria. Shows. Yeah, there's no criteria. <laughs> like, just take a bunch of reality. Every shows little like challenge, like challenge that they have, they have to complete. I don't care how they do. I'm just to make up my own mind on who gets points. Mm, yeah, I I'm a religious like bachelor watcher, not proud of it but i it seems it. like you're pretty proud is there a season, I love like you said that with great like authority well, no. and aplomb is there a like an i love judging it i watch it every week and i i judge it every week and i love do you think that I there's judging it do you think there's a season of the bachelor that would win against the other seasons of the bachelor oh for sure yeah well what's the best bachelor season? oh gosh well <laughs> inquiring I, minds apparently every season is the most dramatic season ever but that's not true. Chris Harrison's <laughs> so full of shit on that. I think the oh gosh that you said was the most Wisconsin thing I've heard in a long time. Okay. Oh, yikes. Well, I grew up in Minnesota. Don't call me. <laughs> I refuse to be. I'm upset that I ever Miss had to Wisconsin get a Wisconsin. over here. Yeah. I'm oh, upset oh. that I had to get a Wisconsin driver's Congratulations. License. You're on the good side of the river. Off to, yeah. Finally. Gross. <laughs> Okay, All right. sorry, go ahead. No, I, I don't want that. All right, so Carlos. Temptation Island. Oh, Temptation Island. Yeah, that's a new one. Is that what we're calling Carlos's island? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends who's on it. I, I, think, I think my island is like the cleansing of the reality. <laughs> Carlos, you can't use the word cleansing in a title. Hitler ruined that for everybody. <laughs> Fine, we'll call it the quickening. Oh, <laughs> <Damn Jesus. it. laughs> okay. okay, moving on. Gordon, what should we judge? Uh, I got fucking nothing. I, I was going to say food, but there's enough of those shows out there now with Iron Chef. and. Oh, we don't have to record this. This is just for us. I don't, I don't know. I like beer and food. That kind of is already taken up already by now. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you're no fun. Beer, <laughs> beer food, and football. You know, that's about it. I'm trying to figure out how we can combine those into a thing that doesn't already exist. I think that's just called Sunday, isn't it? it? Well, yeah, and normally, the Super Bowl. Yeah. normally the players aren't drunk when they're playing, though. Oh. That's fair. From as like far a, as we know. That's true. If we can get we, them super full and we, drunk, no, can we there's going to be so much vomit on the field. Can we combine where you run them? <laughs> no, who, Performance who, just dramatically goes down. <laughs> who, there's got to be like a five beer minimum before the game and then during the game. Uh, you know, it's these like, are big guys. It's gonna take more than five. Well, I, I'm just. I would I'm love to play fair. drunk football. No, uh, like what's the concept. what's It'll the... actually be the demise of Tom Brady. Honestly, like you know, Tom Brady can do no wrong, and then all of a sudden he drinks beer. And You'll see the food. Packers jump to the top yeah, of the league. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, except our, our recruiting pipeline is down now. Yeah. 
No, what's that? What's that sport or uh, the league where you run a mile, but every mile you ha- or every the beer mile? Yeah, the mere mile. Combine that into football beer. somehow. Yeah, that's what I said. Where, not the mere. Uh, you know, what you have to drink a minimum. It's just self reflection. <laughs> I don't run, so doesn't a, I don't identify with that. <laughs> But you know, per quarter you have to drink a minimum of a six pack, you know, or whatever the case may be. I think it's a beer of play. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like somebody, some, like somebody, somebody, somebody on the line has to drink. A three and a half. You're gonna be really running through players by well, that point. Yeah. Well, there, well, there's always like the second string and third string. So I think that the people who are not actually playing only have to drink every other play. Well, no, no. It's just, it's just during during the during the play, or maybe it maybe it's like every first down. There's a beer. I don't know, but yeah. I want to be on the bench of this team. <laughs> <laughs> this occurs. Be the like eighth stringer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another beer. Oh shoot. <laughs> oh darn it. <laughs> Pass those wings over here. <laughs> Yeah, I play football. Yeah. <laughs> the vendors are in the field instead of up in the right? stands. Yeah. Like, beer here, beer here. <laughs> Why is there buffalo sauce over the football? You gotta wipe it down. <laughs> well, that's what those little tiny hand towels are for. Porter potty on the field. Those wings are pretty long. There's just one tree in each end zone. (laughs) We can see you. (laughs) No, you can't. I'm behind the tree. (laughs) This went south pretty quickly. (laughs) Player number 43 is uh, not peeing on the tree. He looks like he mistook the goalposts. Flag on the play. I don't. I don't even know if we could take this anywhere from there. No, I, I think we kind of. <laughs> I think that kills it. There's nowhere else we can take it besides <laughs> they pee on stuff on the field. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Um, the longest yard gets a remake. It's gonna be the longest stream. Jesus Christ! All right. Adam Sandler, the longest pee. <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, oh, Jesus. I had a thing, and I completely blanked on what it was. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we got sidetracked. Yeah, we got some good ideas. By by football players (laughs) peeing on the field. Um, shit, what, what should we judge? I don't know, I kind of like judging judges. Like, we, we sit behind the Supreme Court while they're, while they're doing stuff, and we just make color commentary and give them points. (laughs) Alright. So like usual, so like usual, except they get points now. Well, yeah, no, there has to be points. You can't judge something without points. I mean, they're completely arbitrary, but you need points. And then like, and it's already set up with like minor leagues and stuff, so you can kind of <laughs> go up through the ranks. Do your own judge, judgy people. Do your own bracket of uh, judgy people. Like, who are the judgiest groups of people? Oh, we could get that guy from American Idol. The uh, the Simon dude, he's pretty judgy. Who's that? Uh, who's that American runway dude? Uh, or the RuPaul? RuPaul? No, no, not not that one. The or the 
What? Oh God! What the fuck was his name? I'm not Tim Gunn. Name. Tim Gunn. That's the one. He's a judgy ass <laughs> motherfucker too. He's so nice. Though. I love Tim Gunn. Do we have a suggestion from the chat? Um, uh, where'd we go? Uh, uh, beer keg softball. You slam beer at every base. I feel like softballs are already pretty beer soaked. Yeah, if you're not like a major league thing uh, for baseball or softball, I mean, I assume you just drink. It started the pregame, I believe, in softball. Yeah, I think that's where it started. Is that the, yeah. the pre-game. origin of pre-game? pregame? Is it really? Yeah. yeah. No, no he's making. Are you kidding me? I'm nope, totally the, making. No, nope, this up, is this is all 100 percent fact. It's, yeah. it's uh, yep. <laughs> there's yeah, nothing but real literally. facts here on the. You show. hear that, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> I hope our listeners go on and uh, edit Wikipedia and let them know that a pregame originated with a uh, with softball. With softball. <laughs> that's that's why uh, most softball teams are sponsored by bars. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, at, at least yep. around here. Because they would here. start at the bar. Yep. No yep. pre-game, pre pre-game, and, and there's also a post-game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, they got to end at the bars too. Yeah, and then there's just the game where they're drinking, where which, you also drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is amazing. So really, you do, you don't stop. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't. It's dangerous. Well, if you stop, you die. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that could just hit you, and that ho- that hangover might just wipe you right out. Similar to the measles vaccine. It will just kill you. Yep. I, uh, that's why right. I, I inoculate myself one beer at a time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if only those beers would protect you from every, apparently every snake that is, crawls on this world. <laughs> I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I'm, I'm studying the, uh, the Irish right now. They, they apparently got this guy with a, with like a stick that drives them from islands. <clears throat> So I'm gonna so I'm gonna use that method. Every time I hear that story, I just think of Weasel Stopping Day from The Simpsons. Why? Well, just because like it's basically a parody of that of like Weasel like oh, Weasel Stopping okay. Day is a parody of the st- game driving the snakes from uh, Ireland. Did you know that there's also no snakes in New Zealand? Another magical place. What? Really? Yeah. There's there's no snakes in New Zealand. I would have thought that place would be crawling. With snakes. Nope. They sent them all to Australia. Hmm. If you want a Curse good them. Irish story, Casey, look up um, uh, Irish warrior, I guess. Kuka uh, Klain? Can you spell the, that? The, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, those mythological figures are not pronounceable. Yeah, it's true. Well, it Irish phonetics are not pronounceable. Very similar to the Ku Klux Klan. No, that's right. That's Gordon's racist. Oh. No. <laughs> Only on Tuesdays, no, and days, all, Sunday. No, you're right. It's the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. No, that was except Greek. it's all C's. It's Greek. all C's. No case. It, it's no case. It's all C's. Yeah. Ku Klux Klan. I want to say his name is. But. Well, now Gordon's not even going to get to say what he's going to say because... No, it's just a cool yes. story. The, like some there. Irish warrior warlord feller that kicked the shit out of the Saxons to the point where he sat down dead on a... Well, he died. He sat down on a stump, died, and they were scared of him for three days, and they didn't actually approach him until they realized the crows were actually eating his corpse. Oh. Hmm. That sounds like a bummer of an ending to a story. He died. Well, yeah, that but I think happens. he like got, he like ended up becoming like a god or something. He got like is counted like amongst sure, the deities yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it's probably god. Carlos, maybe you should go that route to become a saint. That sounds a lot easier to get eaten by crows to become a saint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we wrap up? Yeah, we can we get up. out of here. All right. 
All right, guys, thanks for tuning in this week, and I hope you all had fun. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerdstudios, or follow us on Twitter at blindnerdstudios.ninja. Uh, also, just a reminder, Lothos starts again tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, check out our other shows, uh, Rules of the Arena, uh, Soundwave. What are you guys talking about this week on Soundwave? We are talking about... Oh, it's uh, songs that have to do with numbers. All right. Uh, well, I mean, that's... Mathy. All right. Uh, and I'll see you guys next week. See ya.